Hello, all you people out there. Uh, welcome back to the Turn One Scoop. I'm Michelle, one of your co-hosts, and I've got Pablo with me here as well. Hello, Pablo. Hey, hey, this is Pablo reporting from the Halimar Depths. Um, I've got a whole bunch of uh, merfolk just looking at me, wondering why I'm just rearranging the top three cards in my library. But, you know, welcome back, guys. You're rearranging the top of your cards, but you're not scrying. Yeah, I think that's why these merfolk are looking at me funny. They're like, why, why don't you just, why don't you just pick the ones that you want and put the rest at <laughs> the bottom? But you know, you, you, I'm in Halimar depths. So I have to do as the Halimarese do. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. I actually have a Halimar depths in in uh, in Yenit. She likes to see the top cards, and then we like rearrange them, and then see what we want to bring out for free. Yeah, and hopefully that is going to be a little bit of a clue as to what our episode is about today. Not that we've given hints on the previous episode either. <laughs> uh, well, if you've uh, listened to the previous episode, we talked about white. And so this week, we're going to talk about uh, the next color that's on the back of a card, which is blue. The best color. My favorite color. Uh, yes, blue. I, I <laughs> Next on the Wooberg wheel, the... The problematic favorite of uh, Dr. Richard Garfield, and also the color that I have the most mixed feelings about, and the second color of the Wooberg wheel, uh, the letter U, that's for blue. We're talking about blue today. All right. Well, uh, as I've said, blue is my favorite color. What What is your favorite color out of Curiosity Pablo? On any given day, it's one of the Bant colors. Uh, it used to be green, and at heart, like I still feel that green Timmy energy going. Um, what I like playing is green. What I'd like to think of myself is white, and what I end mm -hmm. up playing is blue. So that's if you if you want to like a little rubric of who Pablo is as a player. That's that's what happens usually. So at the end of the day, you're still a dirty, dirty blue player. Oh my god. Uh, well, we have some <laughs> theories to get into as to why that happened, but uh, we can we can get that after we do like the basics of blue. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I guess before we get to out of context here or anything, so mm -hmm. j just uh, starting off simple here. So blue has got the symbol of a drop of water. So, uh, you know, all islands and stuff like that, right? Yeah, so the they're seas. big. Yeah. Uh, uh, so kind of the big themes for blue is just the the concept of knowledge and technology and pretty much just kind of seeking protection through knowledge mm -hmm. protection through knowledge um, so basically um, white is very when it protects you it's usually with something that it keeps on the field uh, a lot of enchantments a lot of creatures a lot of taxing effects uh, it does have a lot of removal. Uh, let's let's make that clear. White does have mm -hmm. a lot of spot removal, uh, but that's mostly for permanents that are already there. The way that blue protects you is through your own knowledge of what's about to happen, and that's in the form of counter spells. Mm -hmm. um, blue says yes. Uh, with this magic, we will afford you protection, but you have to know what's coming, or at least prepare yourself in a situation that you will know it's coming so that's mostly counter spells i mean blue does have some stacks pieces but uh, whenever somebody's thinking of blue as a protection it's gonna be like Haha, i leave two islands open what are you gonna do about it <laughs> uh, and that how also kind of plays into the idea that blue is just very magically 
uh, knowledgeable, magically talented enough to even know uh, the inner workings of the magic system to be able to prevent something from happening before it even happens or while it's happening at the time. Yeah, no, the, the, it's it's very uh, predictive. It's very reactive. Um, also kind of snooty. Kind of, kind of, kind of, kind of snobbish. It's like, oh, I know exactly what you do before you do it. Um, it attracts a certain subset of players who think they're way smarter than they are, which is why I have a conflicted <laughs> relation with Blue because I don't want to say that I'm uppity, but Blue players, come on. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I also like to pretend that I'm very snooty, but a lot of the times I get myself into big brain plays where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, bro. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, um, there's a lot of dichotomies here. Um, Blue likes to think that Red is some kind of weird savage for always just lightning bolting their problems away. But mm -hmm. let's be real, okay? You're not some kind of calculating genius when you see somebody uh, cast a uh, extra turn spell or a uh, Wrath of God and you're going like, oh, with my galaxy brain, I know that what's going to happen, and I play counter spell. Dude, you're just basically casting a lightning bolt on a card that's just in the casting zone and not on the battlefield. It's not it's not that you're not that smart, dude. You are not that smart. Oh, I feel cold out, Pablo, but this is fine. It's it's okay. I'm calling myself out too. This is this is blue. Welcome to blue. You're gonna have a lot of self hate once you're running. If you really stop to think about it, if you're really a blue player and you're sitting there thinking like Damn, is this all that I do? Is this all that I do when I call myself a genius? I don't know, man. <laughs> anyway. Well, welcome to, to, to Blue, you welcome nerds. Welcome to Blue. You are a nerd. <laughs> no, you're a geek, because nerds are actually smart. Jesus, <laughs> uh, Pablo, you're killing them. Uh, you're killing them. <laughs> it's okay. They can just counterspell it anyway. Anyway, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you were talking about uh, blue not liking red so much before because they think they're they're savages, which kind of comes uh, brings into the the whole point here that the enemy mm -hmm. colors are are red and green. Oh yeah, red and uh, green. Blue. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's gonna be the uh, wedge. Uh, if we're going in magic terms, the wedge is gonna be called Timur. Um, while they are enemy colors. Honestly, Timur is one of the uh, strongest synergies of enemy colors in Magic, uh, yeah. just because they have the raw spellcasting of blue and uh, red with the solid permanent support of green. Um, so, like, if you ever see a Timur deck, uh, there's a lot of CDH Timur decks, there's a lot of casual boogeymen like Animar and Kalamax that are just like, ah, oh, damn it, it's 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 Teamer again. Um, just because blue is the anchor point in there, that means that there's going to be a lot of spell synergies, whether the other two uh, colors like it or not. So would you say that a lot of these Teamer decks are, are like spell slinger decks, kind of? Because I know that Kalamax is indeed a spell slingery type of commander. Mm -hmm. uh, spell slinging, there are. It's still a little bit tied to green, liking permanence on the ground, but you see a lot of free casting, like cascade effects in Teamer, uh, red, blue, and green. You see a lot of just uh, like Kalamax was doing clone effects, whether it's cloning spells or cloning actual permanents. Uh, Riku of the uh, uh, Twin Reflections uh, is uh, comes to mind. That's a legendary commander that just, hey, I'm going to copy that. Hey, I'm going to copy that. So Teamer mm -hmm. has a lot of that going on. Very, very powerful uh, shard. Oh, wedge, wedge. Yes. All right. 
Okay, so like lore-wise though, uh, the reason why blue and red are kind of like enemy colors is that blue primarily kind of focuses on thinking and strategy, whereas red focuses more on like freedom and action and passion and emotion. So blue is very much so like no, yeah, no yeah. freedom yeah. or no personal freedom <laughs> yeah. specifically. <laughs> red red likes to be in the moment, act in the moment. Impulse draw basically is red's whole deal, and um. There's a lot of mirrors between the two of them. Uh, blue is the color of drawing cards. Red uh, also has that in a very like mocking way of saying, like, yeah, I'm going to draw cards too, but they're going to be in the exile zone, so I'm going to need to cast <laughs> them now. If I can't cast them now, then they probably weren't be any good anyway, while blue is there hoarding all the cards together, hiding behind uh, Ristic Suddies and Nezahals and going like, why? Why would I ever get rid of any of this? Just in case, you know, just in case this comes up later, I'm gonna I'm gonna hold all these cards, okay? Yep, yep, yep. And then of course, uh, the reason why blue doesn't really like green so much lore wise is because uh, they kind of disagree with each other about the the nature of change, right? And so blue uh, always wants to constantly kind of change what's going on uh, around the world, and wants to always kind of constantly improve on themselves. And green green is a uh, not so much different in that sense, but it kind of sees artificial change as kind of like an affront to nature and almost kind of presumptuous. Yeah, in theory. But in Very. actual fucking <laughs> practice, blue and green are the most diabolical twins of the magic world. They are basically the same fucking color at this point. Every year there's a broken ass semi card just waiting to be unleashed and banned in the same cycle on the magic pop. Anyway, I'm getting I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> They're almost like best friends nowadays. But from what I know, this is like a recent kind of change, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, around the early 2000s, basically before the uh, a little bit after the Ravnica block, um, blue and green were still this... They very much did the whole, uh, we're enemy colors, so we're only going to focus on uh, one thing that we both do. Um mm -hmm. For whatever reason, like one of the uh, few things that they sort of did together uh, was counters, uh, and this is what was uh, highlighted in the Ravnica blocks and the Return of Ravnica. Uh, basically, they gave they gave a fuck about like, hey, plus one plus one counters, we'll we'll do something there. But, 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 let me let me butt some more in here. But, very but, but, recently, very recently, uh, Wizards started putting more draw power into green. And that's all it took. That's all it took. <laughs> Blue saw like, whoa, wait a second. You're drawing cards? And green was like, y yeah. Are you drawing cards? And green is like, yo, uh, if I like drawing cards and you like drawing cards... And then suddenly, we can draw cards together. And then they got married in like a little weird uh, half atheist, half uh, shamanistic ceremony. And they're just like, yeah, we love each other so much. Let's keep drawing cards forever. Um, and uh, now uh, for a pair of enemy colors, they are just uh, the poster child of magic's um, <laughs> unbalanced policies. Uh Basically, everything that white wishes it could do, uh, blue and green are just there, like, thumbing their noses at white. <laughs> oh, God. Well, uh, I guess speaking of white, uh, the ally colors for blue are white and black. <laughs> oh, uh, and I know that's...
that's uh, it's called That is a Shard, which is all the allied colors together. Mm -hmm. um, I know that that's somebody's favorite. Uh, who could that be? Ooh, how would you know, Pablo? So, <laughs> <laughs> so my my favorite, uh, I guess, color combination, whether it be shard or wedge, is Esper. Esper, yeah. Uh, Esper is great. Okay, just lots of control. Let me just kind of sit here and not let anybody play anything at all. While I just kind of look at my board and I'm like, oh yes, yeah. Only I play. No, you play. Only me. Yep. And since it is uh, blue centered again, um, it focuses a lot into that control aspect um yeah there's not much else to say you <laughs> so uh, i remember when they were doing the lore uh articles on esper um it was basically a really nice cold dark place where you weren't really gonna get threatened but it's kind of impersonal. Like you can hear like a dripping um, faucet like really far away, and it's always like the the uh, thermostat is two degrees colder than what's comfortable. But you know nobody's bugging you. It's like a really drafty library. That that sounds uh that sounds quite comfy, mm. which is fine because it's it's my favorite color combination anyway, so it all works out. Yeah. Uh, but lore-wise, uh, blue and white kind of share the same idea of like discipline and just kind of the general desire to make the world better. Mm -hmm. So white and blue, uh, they love control. They love uh just telling people what to do or telling themselves what to do. Either way, um. Uh, if blue is all about controlling yourself and controlling your actions to what is happening outside, uh, white is all about controlling others. Um, so when they're together, it's just a nice old control party. Uh, again, who knows if they know how to win, but <laughs> <laughs> at, at but least they, they at least they'll control. know. Yeah, at least at least they'll yeah. know <laughs> that everybody else isn't. <laughs> well. Oh god, this sounds like such a terrible <laughs> totalitarian government. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They are basically 1984. They are 1984. The uh, the uh, color. Uh, oh my pairing. god, gross. I love it. <laughs> uh, and then, <laughs> and then uh, with black, they kind of share the same rationality and just straightforwardness, right? So black kind of sees the world um, for for all of this as it is, uh, and kind of accepts all the bad that is in the world and instead kind of focuses on how to make good of kind of like the situation it already has. And the bl blue kind of sees that and it's like, Oh, this is very resourceful. Yeah. Um, the way that I remember it being explained is blue is about, uh, the, so they both basically really like taking control of their own destiny. Uh, blue mm -hmm. is more focused on the journey part of that destiny, the knowledge that you need to to you know make yourself better, etc. They enjoy that part. They enjoy like the the I'm gonna pull all my citations together. I'm gonna get like this really nice font. It's gonna be great. My presentation is gonna be awesome. Um, black is uh, more concerned with after the presentation where you get the money from the deal. They are ah. there, yeah, so they, if, if we were talking about, like, a business loan or something, Blue is there, like, I'm going to open up a food truck, so let me research everything that I need to know about the food truck. Uh, Black is there thinking of, uh, he's, he's doing the same thing, or she's doing the same thing, but Black is concerned with, oh, man, I'm going to make so much money once this food truck is done.
Uh, they do the same thing. They're looking at the same thing. A little bit the perspective uh, difference. Uh, eventually, they'll reach the same place. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Blue's uh, like big thing is that everything kind of starts off with a blank slate, right? And then there's not really a destiny or fate that's tied to anything. Uh, and really, you just kind of make yourself what you want to make yourself. Uh, and black is all about don't listen to those other losers. I will make myself what I want to be, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they they phrase those two uh, ways of thinking differently, but it's the same way of thinking uh, at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess that that kind of works well for for the both of them. Mm-hmm. Well, it uh, works and, very well oh. for the singular person that they are. It, it uh, yes, <laughs> it, it kind of sucks for the rest of the table. <laughs> uh, well, I mean that's not what that's fine because again, I I play, you know, play. Yeah, okay? that's true. I ask for it, ask for it in a nutshell. <laughs> But uh, just kind of like going over, uh, I guess, just the general themes of blue, right? Things that they do share with black and white. But along with uh, all of those other things, they also kind of um, play around with the idea of nurture over nature, mm-hmm. uh, right? And so, like I said earlier, you kind of make yourself who you are versus like, oh, you're just kind of born uh, the way you are and then thought over action. So um reasoning over passion which is why red and blue don't really get so well along with each other yeah and then just kind of the idea that the the future is more important than the past or the present so you work towards the future well yeah that is the reason why blue has all these extra turn spells and i guess also why blue is so mad at red because red also has extra turn spells but red has these shitty extra turn spells that are also impulsive that goes like i only Uh ever need this next extra turn if i can't win by then i don't need to keep playing the game because i've already (laughs) lost uh blue doesn't like that blue is trying to recur the millions of extra turns that it's gonna get back but you know well, I mean, if they, they both have extra turn spells, maybe they just combine their efforts and just, you know, extra turn all day, every day. Well, Disgusting. I mean, we can get into the uh, color pairs, the guild pairings now, if you'd like. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and, since we're already, we've already talked about the uh, colors anyway, we can go ahead and just put this here. Okay, all right, let's go. All right, and so we'll go ahead and start off with the ally colors here with blue and white. You said earlier, uh, very, very big controlly colors. But by, by the way, blue and white is uh, are Azorius colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already touched it on the white episode, but we'll retouch it here. Uh, they're the law. They're the law. They're the law. They're the law. If if blue is about controlling um, oneself and how uh, the direct interactions between oneself and the others are, and white is about controlling the world around world around you and how people in general act you get the law. You get uh, just plain old uh, writs and dictates. You get uh, Azorius uh, commanders like Grand Arbiter Augustine, who basically just... (laughs) Yummy. (laughs) Yummy. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I guess for some people he's yummy, um, but for other people... But for other people, all they see is uh, everybody else pays one more while I pay one less. Um, Mm -hmm. blue and white is all about dictating how other people uh, play Uh, there is a little subset uh, that's the blinking nature of blue and white yeah there's like there's some some justifications about why that's happening like blue cares about the ephemeral uh, the ephemeral um, 
nature of magic and white's all about like the protective nature of shifting people in and out of existence just to save them mm-hmm. but let's let's be for fucking real here the only reason why blink tribal is such a big thing in edh is because they're the only two colors that actually do it <laughs> so <laughs> so like let's let's let's, let's not like let's not pretend that there's like a big overarching um uh, deeper meaning to it. It's just they both have the highest number of cards that can blink and flicker, so that's why it's a subset. Uh, otherwise, those are the taxation colors, those are the stacks colors. They are the ones that will lay down the law and enforce the law. That, that makes sense. Uh, I have a strong emotional attachment to blue and white purely yeah. because my the very first deck that I made uh, was a blue white bird deck. Oh. And honestly, all that it was was just that so you were you were there, Pablo. You you helped me make this deck when I was a little, little magic baby. Yeah, a little magic mage, baby. little apprentice. <laughs> but all, essentially, all it was was just uh, I make birds. Birds attack. Yes, very simple. <laughs> well, I mean, that is pretty. That's that's um, that's actually you know what? There is one other thing that blue and white focus on, and that's um, something that. Wizards of the Coast has been pushing more recently is Flying Tribal. Um, white and blue are the most famous for their flyers, other than reds, uh, dragons, and blacks, demons. Green green can go mm-hmm. fuck off with their fairies and insects. <laughs> like, I th- that's the only thing that I can think of that's flying in green is, is, is uh, fucking insects and fairies. Um, but a lot of the support cards for flying are in blue and white, and... Um, mm-hmm. Blue is the color that usually either gives you flying or gives you bonuses when you're flying. Uh, white is the color that like checks to see if you are already flying and gives you something on top of that that might be uh, you know like maybe they give you vigilance or something. Um, but flying tribal is the other smaller subset that white and blue has. I think it's growing though. Uh, there's in the last three or four years, there's been a, a lot bigger of a push to make flying mechanic tribal matter. I mean, that sounds that sounds like uh, my kind of my kind of gameplay here, Pablo. Some hey. flyers all day, every day. Hey, Kangi is waiting <laughs> for it. Michelle Kangi, the Sky Warden, and his permutations uh, are waiting. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe I lean real hard into flying, even harder than I've already been leaning into. But you know, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Uh. Well, but we should probably move on to the next <laughs> color pairing. <laughs> All right. So, uh, going on, moving on to blue and black. Good old Demir colors. Good. There's nothing good about this color pairing. Oh. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> Fuck this color pairing. I hate it. I hate it so much. Oh, God, you seem to have such a very strong emotional reaction to this. Look, there's Mill, and then there's Mill when it's being mean, okay? Uh, <laughs> blue, mono blue Mill is, um, it's fine. You, 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 you accept it. You consign yourself to seeing okay, this this deck is just all about, you know, running my deck out. Um, blue and black makes it more toxic <laughs> because now, oh. they're, now they're like, ah, but this specific card is what you mill first or you look for this specific... You know, it's, it's, just, it's just such a... <laughs> God, I hate black and blue. So, <laughs> so big mill for black and blue, huh? Yeah. Um, <laughs> black and blue um, 
the philosophy behind that is um, basically it tries to remove a threat in the way that black and blue kind of like meld together. Um, hmm. And if you were talking about lore wise, uh, blue knows that knowledge is the greatest weapon and black goes, oh, the other players have a weapon. I can't let that happen. We got to take away the weapon. That means taking away the other player's knowledge. Um, that means taking away their deck or taking away their hand sizes, etc. That's what blue and black do. Um, white and blue uh, mm -hmm. lock up the board so that you can't do anything. Black and blue try to take things away from you before the, you even get them because that's how oh, they man. see the world. What what a fun what a fun shard, Bobble. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like here here. When people think of nasty blue players, I think they think of the Demir side of blue more often than not. When you see these gruel players going, ah, blue terrible, blue dumb and stupid, and me smart for not playing blue, um, most of the time they're thinking of the Demir side of blue. That that makes a lot of sense, I suppose. <laughs> God, Demir sucks. I have no personal qualms with Demir, but, you know, I can't understand how, you know, milling or uh, discarding your hand all the time can get quite irritating. Oh, uh, yeah, mega ultra irritating. Um, but, you know, thankfully we can move on from this topic. Unlike, <laughs> unlike in an EDH game where you just slowly watch yourself getting milled out for 60 cards a turn. You know? <laughs> All right, and so uh, blue and red are the is it color combinations. And as far as I know, those are the colors that have a lot of like spell slingy uh, kind of effects going on, right? Oh, yeah, no. Uh, that's the one thing that uh, red and blue. Here's the thing. Um, as. As with every, like, polar opposites, there's a lot of things that they are sort of mirroring off of each other and uh, hmm. just doing in the extremes that blue and red show. They have this weird love-hate relationship, hate-hate relationship, really. Uh, but they do, do a lot of things that um, the other colors just can't compete with. Uh, we already talked a little bit about it. They have a lot of weird card draw. Um, red has that impulse thing going on. Um, they have the most extra turn spells between them. So is it extra turns is always a uh, consideration whenever you're playing against them. They are also the color of... Uh, here's the thing. I actually really like this color pairing. Um, my second favorite... Um, color if i have to take uh green out of my my favorites is uh mm -hmm. is blue uh, is red so oh. um jessica 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 is another uh wedge that we'll be talking about soon enough but mm. but um red and blue is actually something that i really like the problem is it's also the color of lol random um oh if we're, if we're <laughs> using like ancient uh Internet parlance. <laughs> Lol, random. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, they're the ones that just spend all day flipping coins and like laughing at how cool it is to flip coins. They're not as uh, they're not as um mean about it as uh Rakdos is because they'll flip coins ah. to uh Rakdos being black red. Uh, Rakdos will flip coins to see who which finger you cut off. Um. Blue and red, <laughs> they flip coins to see how many coins they'll flip afterwards. It's just, it's just a mess. 
Um, uh, so, so just big chaos is what you're telling me with the red and blue, really. Right. Uh, they draw cards and they hurt people when they draw cards. They have big, super duper flashy spells that are very risky at the same time. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and they always have a lot of spell effects going on. Whenever they have creatures, uh, those creatures are usually very weak presence-wise on the battlefield, but they boost your spells up by, like, so much ah. whenever they're around. That's, uh, is it right there. Really great guild. Here's here's what happens with any deck with blue. Um, white doesn't do this as bad because uh, sometimes it does do aggro strategies with weenies. Almost Every blue deck is going to take... It's very easy for them to just take massive amounts of time to do their turn. It's just... Whether it's any of the colors that we're talking about beforehand and any of the colors that we're talking now, their spells just take the longest to resolve. Their spells are the ones that you have to do math to figure out which targets are legal, which targets aren't. They're the ones that mm-hmm. like care so much about the stack. It's like, where am I on the stack? Where am I on the stack? And that's just the nature uh, of blue. Yeah. I guess that's just because it's like uh, blue cares a lot about kind of figuring down to the nitty gritty what's going on at any time. So it's like, okay, all of these things are very important. I'm going to be really, uh, what, what's the term? Uh, micromanaging about all these things. Right. It's not that playing blue makes you a smart uh, person. It's that... <laughs> You should be a smart person before you start playing blue because it's so the interactions that blue makes on the table are so hard to resolve that what ends up happening is a lot of people get uh, drawn into this reputation of blue being like, oh, yeah, that's that's smart people color. I want to be smart, too. Um, And then they don't really think of the repercussions of what happens when they cast blue spells. Um and that's when it's that's when people get mad because there's just blue players who don't know what the fuck they're doing and casting these spells and just like wasting a lot of people's time. Um, if you want to be that stereotypical or that idealized, not stereotypical, because a stereotypical is somebody who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. The idealized version of a blue player is you know exactly how this spell is going to affect what's happening in the board. Not that you're mm-hmm. like some kind of Machiavellian uh, Hannibal Lecter, uh, Kira, and L from Death Note, just like, ah, I, I know everything, <laughs> I have the biggest brain. No, that's not it, dude. That's not, yes, you're smart, but not in that way. Not that we're trying to gatekeep <laughs> gatekeep with blue or anything. You oh, no, I'm blue, very much what... gatekeeping with blue. Oh, Fu- God, fuck Bob off. Blue. Every brainlet in the world, leave. Go to Gruel. Gruel is, a, oh. Gruel is a good, honest color pairing that is just, you know, matted with respect. I respect Gruel. <laughs> oh, no, I'm on the opposite spectrum here. As someone who uh, does not know nearly as much magic as my good old friend Pablo over here, I'm on the end where it's like, be a blue player if you want to be blue. That's totally fine. Just a little bit of a learning curve, but it's okay. Yeah, there, there. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess, I guess that's something we can both agree on. Um, blue has a learning curve. Blue has a learning curve. Um, whether or not you're smart when you start playing blue, you're you are going to learn things about magic. It will force you to learn about magic, which is, I guess, is a good thing about blue. Yeah, yeah. So play blue if you want to play blue. Don't worry at the moment if you are not smart enough to play blue okay oh. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 i'm trying pl- to be nice 
problem. No, no. Play. Look, uh, <laughs> listeners, uh, play whatever you want. Uh, we're just giving you a little bit of a heads up. Um, the stack gets messy when blue's involved. It does. Uh, but uh, moving on from blue and red, the last color dual dual color combination is blue and green, which is the, the Simic colors. Which uh, <laughs> oh, 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 they are great together. Oh man, oh man, Simic. <laughs> goddamn fucking Simic, Oko, Hydroid Crisis, Uro, just <laughs> you don't need. <laughs> If you are in standard or modern, even legacy or vintage, historic, any other uh, any other uh, format of magic, you don't need to learn these names. You don't need to know what the fucking uh, hell these cards do, because they're already fucking banned. And they're just <laughs> for an enemy Cream. color pairing. There's so much synergy. Um, there's always some. There used to be some drawbacks when playing en- mm-hmm. enemy color pairings. Uh, even with is it right now with red and blue, there's still some uh, drawbacks to playing them right, like diminished uh, diminished uh, board presence and a little bit of a chaos factor whenever you're ca- uh, casting your spells. There's no, yeah. there is no drawback to playing Simic. There is absolutely mm. no drawback with playing blue and green. You're telling me maybe I should become a Simic player instead of a instead of a dirty dirty Esper player. Dude, if you want, if you want to be Ooh. the dirtiest parts of magic, um, <laughs> be be Sultai, be black, blue, green. Um, but that's just from the perspective of push uh, of of pushed colors, like pushed color mechanics. There's, there's, it's not really like blue and green's innate fault. It's more um, the balance that uh, Wizards tries to keep. Uh, they have all the basically. Um, it's almost like a zero sum game, etc., or like a really big piece of pie. Um, the color wheel is just a really big pie, and green and blue just take up such a big uh, space of it. They just have so much real estate in every other color's duties. Uh, the one thing that maybe they don't do very well is permanent removal, but even then, they have so many color breaks that it's not even really an issue. Um, it's, it used to be Blue's weakness was dealing with permanents that are on the battlefield, and Green's um, weakness was dealing with creatures, but they have so many bends and breaks in the color pie power now that that's not even really a thing. The only thing that they sort of have uh, as a weakness now is like permanent board wipe. Um, hmm. That's still like White's main like bastion of, I can do this, I can do this better than anybody else. Uh, but blue has uh, cyclonic rifts and whelming waves. They have, mm-hmm. they have ways to board wipe, and but green... it's not permanent, right? It's yeah. all kind of this bounce uh, comes back to the hand. It just kind of delays everything and doesn't get rid of it permanently. Yeah, and here's the thing: in commander, though, unfortunately, unfortunately, in commander, we are trending towards a meta where. It's more about targeted removal rather than board wipes. Even if you watch like a few of the more famous streamers and uh, YouTubers, you'll notice that in the templates that they give you, it used to be like, hey, uh, just have five pieces of interaction, uh, single target interaction, and uh, five board wipes, right? Mm. Um, they're very much saying nowadays, yo, bring out 10 pieces of interaction, single target interaction, Uh 
and scale down your board wipes to two and three. Like, wow. the things that white can do very well uh, in Commander, the importance of those things are being diminished. Like, uh, every every year, it's just, yeah, white, you can do board wipes, but who cares about those board wipes? Oh, God. We're on a different color, and we're still shitting on white. We can't stop <laughs> shitting on white. That's just the world oh, we no. live in. Um, I can praise blue some more. <laughs> blue just keeps on getting, getting better I, and better. I feel like we're praising blue, sure, but we're also, like... <laughs> Also shitting on blue because it's such a degenerate color. It is a degenerate <laughs> color. There's a reason. There's a reason why uh, red and green players are just like well, not red and green. Red players, basically red players. Very honest color that red. Very honest color that red. <laughs> the, the blue gets the hate that it deserves. All right. I'm not arguing against it at all. As a fellow blue player, I understand that I'm a degenerate. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Um. I'm glad you know. <laughs> Well, as I was doing my research here, I was looking at through all the kind of general mechanics and rules, and oh boy, does blue have a lot of rules and mechanics that go along with it, which is, I guess, that's why it's so strong, because it's just got a bunch of shit that, that it can do. Oh, man. Uh, we were talking about this earlier with one of our friends, with one of our friends that um, really does hate blue. Um, she brought <laughs> up a very good point, man. She was like, you have all these honest Naya color players. You have all these honest green players, honest white players, honest red players. Black is never really honest, so they're they're out of the equation. <laughs> but um, you have these three Naya colors, and they're just like you know, they're trying to do their thing. They're trying so hard to do this thing, and blue just comes in and bullies the shit out of them with uh, their counter spells and control magic, and. These uh, blue green blue red not blue green uh, these red players blue uh, uh, these red players green players white players they sort of like well other than red and green who has a little bit of counterplay against um, blue none of us really mm-hmm. have protection against blue. Yeah, so, they just kind of sit there and take it all, and they're like, hey, we can't do anything about this. I hate this. Yeah, and then that hate grows so much, and they go, you know what, I'm going to splash blue just so I can have some protection, just a little bit, just a little bit, and that slippery slope <laughs> grows into more protection. I just want to have one counter spell. I just want to have two counter spells. I hmm, Maybe if I have some deck manipulation, this will be better, and then... You wake up one morning and you are a dirty, dirty, dirty Simic player with nothing but just card draw and ramp and, <laughs> you know, counter spells that, you know, make a, a beast for whatever reason. It's <laughs> blue breeds blue more than any other color. True. Or you can be like our said friend and lean completely hard in the opposite direction and just have a hate boner for blue all the time and vow to never ever 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 touch blue ever yeah well good (laughs) good for her (laughs) we need people like that to remind the rest of us blue players that we're terrible terrible trash this is this is fine (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but like uh, speaking of all the dumb shit that blue can do right Mm. so uh Blue, blue's got some specific keywords that kind of go into the color, right? Yeah. Uh, going with uh, flash, uh, which is shared with black and green, flying, which we've uh, mentioned earlier, that's shared with white and black, and then hexproof, that's shared with green. Mm-hmm. No surprise, all of these are fucking busted. <laughs> <laughs> 
all of these, all of these are so good. <laughs> every form of good evasion, every form of like uh, one of the things that uh, magic you have to always take care of doing, especially in commander, is playing around other people. You can't let it rule mm-hmm. you entirely. It is something that you have to worry about. But basically, flying, you don't have to care about the other person's creatures anymore. Hexproof. Yeah, you can just go over them. Exactly. Uh, Hexproof, you don't even... You don't even have to care about any of their spells. Flash, you don't even have to care if it's your turn anymore. It's just... <laughs> Blue's so good. <laughs> everything is in your hands, okay? You have the power to do everything at yeah. any time, anywhere. Blue don't give a shit, okay? Yeah, Blue just does not give a shit about the rules. Blue makes the rules. <laughs> I mean, one of Blue's kind of big things is the idea that they can manipulate time and information. We were talking earlier about, like, you know, all the extra turn spells and all that other stuff, and that kind of plays into the, the lore-wise aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're also famous for card draw. Yeah, um, the deck represents your... Um your brain, your memories, so obviously uh, Blue's always going to be drawing cards. Um, We touched a little bit about this on the White episode, about how um, there's conditional draw and unconditional draw. Um, Hmm. Blue has the most unconditional draw and like uh, light condition draw. Um, We have cards like Rhystic Study, where all you have to do is wait for other people to cast spells. You have... uh, just regular draw spells like uh, Stroke of Genius or mm-hmm. um, uh, Blue Sun Zenith that the text on the card is just period. Hey, pay draw some mana, draw some cards. Mm-hmm. Even Green, who we... Um, well, Green does have a few things that uh, are unconditional draw. Even Green has to have... Usually has to have uh, some some creatures on board for it mm-hmm. to draw cards. So like uh, creatures damaging other players or you just having creatures in general. Black has to have you sacrifice something to draw those cards. Red literally says, if you don't use these cards that I'm drawing, you throw them in the trash. And of course you have white that just does have nothing. <laughs> just don't draw a forehead. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, Blue <laughs> asks the least of you to draw the cards. Blue just <laughs> asks you to be playing blue. To draw cards yeah and so which is why uh which is part of the reason why it's just so strong right you can mm-hmm. just keep drawing answers usually at any time and yeah. so you'll always have something up your sleeve yeah. and of course the other really famous thing about blue is that of course they have counter spells oh. spells that counter other spells yeah. <laughs> that's so strong in its own way because it's just unconditional like we I, i'm throwing that word out a lot but white has the most removal, the most varied removal, but a lot of the times that removal is conditional. Even if it's just something like uh, Path to Exile, which seems like it's almost unconditional in itself, the condition of White's removal is it has to be on the battlefield. Mm-hmm. When something is on the battlefield, there's there's things that you can do when you're targeting it with a removal spell. You can flicker it, you can blink it, you can give it hexproof, you can counter the spell that's targeting it. So there's ways to interact with a removal spell um, when you're in any other color. Like if if black is trying to doom blade, which is basically just you know destroy target creature your spell or your, your your creature on the field, your creature needs to be on the field as a condition of those spells. 
Yeah, but there's a uh, just a lot less to do about uh about it if the spell hasn't even um hit the board yet and exactly. someone's already trying to interact with it. Exactly. Um, there's a lot of spells out there that say uh protect this permanent. The the proportion of spells that say protect this permanent versus protect this spell on the stack is minuscule. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there are cards that say this spell can't be countered. Yeah. And there are cards that are, uh, what what is the term, Pablo? Uh, split second. Split second, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there's not a lot of those. Yeah, and here's the thing. The only protection from blues counter spells and stack interaction usually is just more blue. More counter spells. When I was talking about blue breeds blue, this is what I mean. Blue absolutely <laughs> breeds blue. It just tells you, hey man, you'll never beat me, so just join me. Unless you're red and you just smash him in the face and be like, fuck you. Um but <laughs> hey Pablo. Yeah. You wanna know what my current favorite counter spell is? What would that be? Ashiok's eraser. Oh my god. <laughs> See? Even blue! Even when you think you're protecting yourself from blue, blue finds a way. Blue... So just as a little, just as a little bit of a, uh, an idea of what Ashiok's eraser is, right? So Ashiok's eraser is an enchantment. And, and it's quite pricey for a counter spell, right? So it, it's a four-cost uh, spell that has flash. Mm-hmm. But uh, when Ashiok's Eraser enters the battlefield, you can exile a target spell. Uh, and your opponents can't cast spells with the same name as his exiled card, which uh, pretty much effectively gets around uh, being Everything. able to... Yes. Yes. <laughs> there is there is no protection from that other than, of course, countering Ashiok's Erasure itself. Yes. But, <laughs> but blue is the only color that does that. Um, as you know, well, I mean, other colors can. I think red can sort of do it. Um, white can sort of do it. But blue is the only one that has stuff like this. Blue has Venser. Blue has Unsubstantiate. Blue has Ashiok's Erasure, which I was talking about. Uh, blue has Narset's Reversal. All these spells are the ones that basically say, yo, is there a spell going on the stack? Oh, I can't counter it? Well, how about I just delete it? <laughs> How about I mean yeah I guess your counter you you you're stopping me from countering you but what if I what if I just put it somewhere else though what if I don't even counter I just I'm just going to put it somewhere else for a while just safekeeping you know yeah uh that's <laughs> that's just fucking blue god damn it blue uh, out of curiosity can Ashiok's eraser deal with cards that have split second or is split second just that's it uh split seconds is just that's it because um you okay. can't you can't cast more spells or abilities on after top of the... split split. split mm-hmm. Yeah, blah blah blah. You can't cast more spells after split seconds, so yeah, it it stop it stops that shit. Okay, okay. Shit. So so if you've got split second spells, then then fine, you're safe from the wrath of blue. <laughs> but uh, not for <laughs> not, not for, for long. long. Yeah, no. Um, but you want to know what my favorite interaction with uh, Ashdox Eraser is, Pablo? What would that be? I don't know if you were there for for this game, but uh, this was a, a pod commander game. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, one of my friends slash opponents, uh, his commander is Niv Mizzet. Oh. And oh. if you know, Niv Mizzet can't be countered, uh, along with a bunch of other mumbo jumbo. Yeah. But no, that uh, is it. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> 
But, uh, you know, with Ashok's Erasure being my favorite counter at the time, and still is, at least for now, yeah. uh, you best bet when Niv Mizzet came out, I Ashok Erasured it. Oh my god. And that's, that's, oh my god. That's... But it doesn't end there, Pablo. It doesn't end there. I don't remember exactly. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what happened, but long story short, um, Ashok's Erasure got, like, I don't know, removed or something, right? And Niv Mizzet is just back in the command zone. Uh, but I think one of us played uh, a spell that allowed us to shuffle our libraries back into our graveyards back into our libraries. And I don't remember what it was I had. Maybe it was like a Rhystic Study or some other dumb, like, I dropped dumb blue a large card. Of card. <laughs> dumb, dumb, dumb blue, blue card. card. But but by the time that it got shuffled back, I was still already drawing like half my deck uh, uh, at any point in time. So I'm like, I already have half this deck in my hand. And wouldn't you know, I had Nashiox Eraser back in my hand. And you best believe the next time he cast a Niv Mizzet, I Nashiox him again. Get erased, son. The whole Get erased. How do you play around that? How do you play around that? It's just you're there. You think you think you're the safest motherfucker on the planet. It's like I, I'm gonna cast Chandra. She can't be countered. I'm gonna cast uh, uh, Serpapard or something that can't be countered. And Blue's just like, you know what, man? I love that you have this anti-blue mechanic. But let me do something with a blue mechanic to fucking nerf that shit. Just murking it. They're nugging it out of thin air. It's just like... It's <laughs> you best believe that he wasn't able to cast Nimbizit again because by then he just costed a million bajillion. <laughs> Oh, dude, blue can't I, I, blue can't even protect from itself, man. It's, it's not happening. Uh, dude, <laughs> I felt bad about it after the fact, but at the time it was just so funny, dude. I mean, it was just like big belly laughing in his face. It's like ah, <laughs> okay. Well, but it's fine because I'm blue. Yeah, you have to have a lot of mental fortitude to play blue. It's a, it's a lot like we were talking about with white. You have to have a little bit of mental fortitude with, when you're playing blue because um people are going to hate you a little bit. <laughs> um Yeah, and it's it's, it's just something you got to deal with. You just got to be like, well, yeah. Yeah, I accept this about myself. And then you counter their shit and then you Ashiok or unsubstantiate their trash. You know, speaking of other dumb shit that Blue can do, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, apart from just dirty, dirty counter spells, they Blue also just likes to steal cards. Yep, uh, that is something. Uh, that... Just controlling permanent, stealing cards from people's hands, just stealing, just stealing. Just stealing in general. I know what just you mean, stealing. man. Um, no, it's it's pretty good. Like red and black have conditional theft. <laughs> That's. <laughs> Again, there's that word, unconditional. Blue has unconditional, like, yo, not nice permanent, homie. Thanks. And just picks it up from your side of the table. And there's nothing you can, there's no, there's no, I'm taking this for the turn. There's no, uh, is that in your graveyard? Let me have it. Give me that. And now I'm going to use it. I'm just going to pay my monies and my manas. Uh, and I'm just going to take that creature from your side. Yeah, it's like, hey, nice, nice, nice Emrakul, buddy. Let me let me pay four mana and take it. Nice, thank and you. If, like, and if you think that uh, the cards in your hand are safe, you best believe you're not like you're not safe anywhere. Okay, because blue has a <laughs> blue has a lot of effects where they can just 
take cards from like uh, your hand too and just kind of play them. Yeah, and your deck. And your deck, true, true. <laughs> and they're just um. I don't know, man. Blue's Blue's oh, pretty you're cool. You're so disgusting. Cool. <laughs> disgusting color. <laughs> we should uh, preface this that there are some uh, spells and creatures like in red and black that do this as well. Like Atali does mm -hmm. that. Um, Paco from Paco and Halden. Uh, these these guys basically like look at like the top card of your deck and then steal that maybe. But blue has stuff like bribery, and bribery is just let me see what's in your deck. And get the best thing out, and I'm gonna play that now. All for five mana. All for five mana. It's just so ridiculous. It's so dumb. <laughs> I feel like this whole podcast is just going to be blue is stupid. What a dumb color. God damn blue. <laughs> yeah. Um. If you're our friend uh, Megan, <laughs> she's she's the one who um we were talking about the the red player who just hates absolutely hates blue. Uh. You know what, man? This if you ever uh wanted to to uh, listen to a podcast about blue, this is probably the most red-aligned blue review podcast uh, episode <laughs> that you're ever going to find, because blue, blue is fucking trash for trash people. Like me, a trash person. Dirty casual commanders. Look, Pablo, you've pretty much uh, raised me to become this trash person, okay? Uh, you you trash, trash blue player. Oh, no. Why? I blame you. I play. I don't blame you, but I showed you so many you. other ways. I showed you so many other ways, but you just glommed <laughs> on the blue. You're like, hey, wait a second. Is I I like all this other stuff that you're teaching me, but you're saying that if I play blue, stuff just happens. <laughs> there's there's not much argument to be made there. <laughs> that is that is true, uh, but you know, uh, blue's got a lot of things it can do, right? So you mentioned earlier. Uh, why you hate Demir so much. And part of that is because Blue just has a lot of mill cards, library destruction cards, and just mm -hmm. removing cards from the top of the library and then placing them either into the exi uh, exile, graveyard, out of this game, wherever. Just get it out of your deck, okay? Mm. And this is very much Blue's wheelhouse. It's not Demir. Oh, I mean, it is Demir, but like the most powerful mill cards are always going to be the blue cards because um, there, you know, there are some black cards that make um, everybody mill three or something or exile the top card of their library, etc., etc. Uh, but a lot of those times, those effects are symmetrical or maybe they're just one at a time. Blue is here with cards like traumatize and maddening cacophony that just literally oh go like, "Hey, everybody." Mill half your deck. Even the name of these cards, dude. <laughs> Traumatized, maddening, cacophony, glimpse the unthinkable. It's just, it's just. Wait, you're trying to say, you know what? Blue doesn't deserve the hate, but what? Traumatize, traumatize. You think that would yeah. be a black card, right? Nah, dude, it's blue. You ever played against a blue deck? I know, traumatizing, right? Fucking yeah. disgusting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they just dismantle you. They just dismantle you. It's, it's, it's rough. I feel like all of, all of these effects are just kind of like playing into the, the, the lore of what blue is, right? And so mm -hmm. it's kind of like, oh, look at all this information you have. Information is power. Get rid of all your power. No, I mean, <laughs> again, it's what's the most direct path to winning? Like that's why I think sometimes blue is more of uh, more red than red because it has a 
it can do a lot of dumb bullshit, uh, but the Rude Goldberg machine, I'm going to have a 12-card combo stuff that you think is blue. Usually, mm-hmm. that's blue in artifacts or blue in one other color. Mm-hmm. When it's just blue by itself, it's actually very direct in how it wants to win. It'll either try to uh, combo out to... Uh, do oh and this is one uh blue effect that we uh <laughs> oh my god <laughs> oh, there's a problem. oh no what is, okay. is so, it another dumb effect <laughs> it's another fucking dumb effect all right so one of the rules of magic is if you are forced to draw a card and you have no cards left to draw you lose the game you would think that would be a weakness for blue the color that should fear drawing out their deck. Like, okay, well, I cast, like, this, uh, 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 not Tutor, this Sphinx's Insight that just, you know, hey, give me give me, give me, me 30 cards off the top of my deck. Give me 40 cards off the top of my just, deck. Just big draw, yeah. Yeah, and you'd think that one of the uh, pitfalls of that would be, oh, no, my deck, there's only three cards left. What am I going to do? Uh, I guess I'll lose, right? You'd think that would be, like, an inherent loss mechanic a weakness for blue fucking no fucking no blue is the only fucking color that says hey with uh laboratory maniac uh jace wheeler mysteries thoughts mm-hmm. oracle and uh there's another sphinx it doesn't it doesn't like make you win when you reach the bottom of your library but like it, it does something blue is the only fucking color where reaching the end of your deck and drawing a card to lose <laughs> is actually a win condition it doesn't even have that as a win condition. you win the game you just win the game did you re- did you did you reach the end of the book you won the game oh god stupid blue bullshit nice uh-huh. nah. <laughs> i will i will say mill is uh, not my favorite way to play blue i don't actually run a lot of mill things in uh, any of my blue decks really mm. and and that you know what good for you michelle i know that um when you're playing blue you're more on the control side so i mean like that's i'd rather have that part <laughs> i'd rather have blue playing more white aligned than blue playing it's pure dumb bullshit blue strengths. Cause, ah, yes. Because <laughs> the dumb pure blue bullshit strength that blue has is, 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 I don't know, cancerous. I don't know what to say. Anyway. Well, milling is just one of the many things that blue can do because, well, you were mentioning earlier, let's, let's go ahead and actually touch on uh, artifacts because blue plays really well with artifacts, like, like uber ridiculously disgustingly well with artifacts. The only thing I have to say is canonically, the most powerful, uh, wise, like, I can think of my way out of anything character. I mean, he had his own weaknesses or whatever, but bar none, for the longest time, the most powerful individual in magic was Urza the artificer the grand artificer and his card is basically just play blue and win <laughs> just play blue nice. and win. if you have artifacts uh, of course play blue and win um but blue and artifacts um they just go so well together uh blue cares more about artifacts that are 
in play or in your deck and like tutoring out those artifacts. Red also cares about artifacts, but red red does weird graves graveyard shenanigans with artifacts. Um, blue blue is more about like um what's here except emery I guess. See even the graveyard trash that red is supposed to be good at. Blue's just here like ah, I'm gonna blue take. Blue also a does it. Okay. Red. What the fuck, man? Blue's so dumb. Blue just takes a little bit out of every other color. It's like all right, we'll take this and use this to our advantage because knowledge. Is power, Pablo. Yeah. Um. So the reason why blue, being a strong artifact color, is kind of bad, is because artifacts, um, they have a lot of effects that can mimic other colors' effects if you pay mm -hmm. enough mana into their activation costs. So mm -hmm. most of the time, like, um, you know, if you're if you're green and you want some, um targeted creature removal, you'll run Spine of Isha, you'll run Meteor Golem or something to like get rid of something that you can't. Um, which is all well and good, because mm -hmm. green doesn't have any inherent synergies with, um, with those artifacts. So, basically, blue has one weakness left in all of magic. And it, it's even like not that big of a weakness. It can't really deal with enchantments. Yes. Um, it's just not one of those things it can remove. But, uh, and this is just like such a small corner case. Since blue is so good at making artifacts come out, recurring their effects, making the artifacts do something in and out, like all those artifacts that are supposed to shore up the weaknesses of other colors but are a little bit harder to activate or find or do anything with, in the hands of blue... In the hands of blue, it's like, oh, yeah, dude, I always had this. Oh, and let me reduce its cost by a million. Oh, and also let me double its activation. It's like, what the fuck, blue? God fucking damn it. Stop, blue. God. So you're telling me all these other weaknesses these cards have, blue is just going to be like, yeah. How about I'll we ignore do all that? these things? Yeah, how yeah. about <laughs> the weaknesses, the quote-unquote weaknesses that you have artifacts? <laughs> well, what if we just don't have those? Like, red's over here, like just treasuring meteor golem because it can finally get rid of like the uh the uh ghostly prison that's stopping it from attacking um white ghostly prison uh you know makes you have to pay mana to attack somebody and red's over here going like finally something that i can do blue's over here like yeah hey check it out i got a meteor golem too not that i need it but while it's here i'm gonna make seven copies of it and just blow <laughs> up everyone. <laughs> blue is so bad. I hate blue. And chances so are that meteor golem came out for free. Yeah, <laughs> chances are. <laughs> God damn. You, you hit the nail on the head. This is why you're a professional, dude. I... <laughs> no, dude. It's 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 fine. It's, it's just blue being blue. Um, you'll also find that in uh, a lot of the colors that blue is uh. I, I can't remember like how badly the imbalance was, but if you ever look at a deck that maybe isn't just Simic related or Demir related, if blue is in part of that color uh, proportion, it is there like 40% of the cards, 50% of the cards, 60% of the cards. If you can run blue in a deck, it'll take a lion's share of what cards you're running. 
and it's just i mean of course you know there's that's just like the the average you can you you can say that oh yeah i have a i have a esper deck or a jeskai deck and we don't we barely run blue at all good great nice for you that's not what other people are doing they're like pretending that their other decks have other colors but it's not it's just it's just blue in the background yeah like the, the basically what other colors do is give a different flavor into what their color spe- uh, their <laughs> counter spell is doing is like oh i'm going to add some white into this counter spell well now i gain life when i counter your spell i'm going to put some red into this counter spell now i copy that counter spell uh, the spell that i'm countering i'm going to put green into this counter spell uh, well i'm also uh, drawing more cards or the counter spell when you add green to it like i'm going to save this mana for later counter spell or i'm going to make like a an ooze or something uh, black and blue um <sighs> Black and blue. Tell me all about that black and blue, Pablo. <laughs> oh my god, the, the, their counter spells are so mean. It's like, oh well, I mean, maybe do you want to counter this? Uh, if you want the spell to go through, well, how about you mill like however many cards or discard your hand or, you know, just 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 dumb bullshit. That was fucking stupid, dude. I hate blue. I feel like the longer we go on, like with all the things that blue, and we're not, we're like, we're about halfway into this list of all the things that blue is like specializing in. I'm like, oh god, the more I, the more we talk, the more I feel disgusted with myself. <laughs> blue, blue, is a, blue is a rough call. Look, look, man. Ugh. People don't usually think too hard about blue if they're playing blue. Most of the time, when you're disgusted by blue, you're playing against it. But mm-hmm. when you're playing it, you you don't think about it too much. You're like, yeah, whatever, it's blue. You know, counter spells happen in Magic. But then you realize like how, the depth of how much <laughs> that counter spell lore and like the catalog of just the variety of bullshit those counter spells can do. Then you start like you know <laughs> hating yourself a little bit. It's okay. It's 2021. <laughs> Therapy is a good thing now. Just go get it because you you probably will need it after you play blue. If you play against blue, yeah, just, just blue is just gonna <laughs> send everybody to the crazy house, man. It's terrible. <laughs> oh god. Uh, well, we were talking earlier how blue can steal things, but along with that, they, it, blue can also just copy spells. Mm-hmm. Uh, so not necessarily just kind of taking spells, but just duplicating and copying spells either from your hand or from an opponent's hand or from the battlefield or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that shares with red, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's. The copying spells thing—that's just a, a weird effect. Thankfully, it's not so busted. Um, it's actually more busted in red than it is in blue. Uh, yeah. Because um, most of the time, when when you're in red and you're trying to copy a spell, it's copying the counter spell that blue <laughs> just 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 countered. Yeah. <laughs> so you can counter uh, the counter. counter spell. Your counter spell. Yeah, it's just here's here's the here's the hardest thing about that man. Like again, I'm talking about blue breathing blue. Basically, you're playing red, and the only thing that you can do when blue is countering your spell is literally making a copy of that blue counter spell. So you have to be even if you're in red, you're playing blue to stop blue because blue is the only thing that can stop blue. <laughs> Contaminates everything it touches. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, to be fair, there's also like red spells like Pyroblast and uh, Red yeah. Elemental Blast that just you know counter uh, blue spells. Blue outright. spells specifically, yeah. But um, when but- we're <laughs> when we're talking about like what what red uses copy spells for, I mean, yeah, sometimes they're gonna copy like a twenty 
uh, a 20x uh, fireball to deal 20 damage and kill somebody outright? Nah, dude. When somebody's running a reiterate or a reverberate or a fork, a lot of the times when they're using that, they're just trying to counter a blue counter spell that's already countering them. It's just, it's just madness. Yeah, uh, but that's, I guess that's why blue and well do work fairly well together because uh, they do share that quite, quite, quite well. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I mean, they they copy blue copies uh, spells, but it can also uh, shape shift. Uh, so creatures changing into other creatures uh, and just morph abilities. Yeah, no. uh, and morph uh, morph occurs in all colors, but it happens most often in blue. So like Pongify or Curse of the Swine, and those are the cards that replace creatures with with other creatures, usually weaker than the creatures that you've replaced them with. Yeah, uh, Wizards of the Coast likes to pretend that this is just uh, a color, either a color bend or um, something that blue has always been able able to do with like Ophidiomancer, Ophiomancer or something, and it's just. Ovidomancer. Basically, it's blue has always had this uh, um, ability to polymorph and turn things into sheep and shit. But let's let's call uh, a spade a spade. This is blue's uh, removal. It's not unconditional removal, not mm -hmm. like white or black. Uh, in the way that the uh, once the removal happens, it's just gone forever. I mean, in that in that sense of being conditional. But it is destroying or exiling something permanently or as, as close to permanent mm. as you can get in the magic so it, like it always used to be um another one of blue's weaknesses was just like it can't uh it can't remove permanence it can only delay them or counter them uh blues another one of uh, blues removal is bounce effects which actually i really like i think bounce effects are like some of the best uh uh, workarounds for blue ever um, because you yeah. know it, it shouldn't be able to deal with something permanently unless it's a spell. Um, but, but also, you can use bounce mechanics to to kind of protect yourself or your creatures too. But as far as commander goes in EDH, uh, a lot of colors are dictated by staples um, of what you're going to run when you have uh, those colors. Uh, it's not that blue has a lot of of removal. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like white has way more, black has way more, but it has just the same amount of those staples as those other colors. We can talk about how white has like twelve million removal spells, but you only ever run uh path of path of not path of ancestry, path to exile. Oh, and swords to plashers, exactly. Uh, Generous gift is in there now too, but like, you know, there's not that many. Blue has just as many. It has Pongify, it has Rapid Hybridization, it has Reality Shift, and it has now uh, Amphin Mutineer and Phyrexian Ingester. Like, just because we say that um, white has way more removal, that doesn't mean that it's good removal. Blue has good removal. And that's another reason why blue fucking sucks. And and you only need a, a set amount of removal uh, in a deck too. So uh, even though white does have a large amount, if blue has like like I don't know, uh, just for example's sake, like five removal compared to white's bajillion gajillion removal. Mm -hmm. How but many removal do you really need to run in the deck? You know. Exactly. You only need to run like uh, again using old metrics five to ten. Blue already has those five covered. Uh, 
and that's all it's going to need. It's only going to need those five, and then the, the rest is counter spells. White's going to be over there, like, looking at their removal. And, again, it's very nice removal, but it's like, ah, yes, my my uh, Wanderer's Strike, the 5 CMC that lets me exile a creature and proliferate. So, so, so great. As white looks at blue pongify uh, for one blue mana. <laughs> blue is strong, y'all, okay. <laughs> blue is very strong, guys. Blue um, is strong. The only thing it can't do is uh, ramp. And, and, <laughs> and we can't even really say that because blue does have a few ritual spells and uh, blue does have really weird um really weird um artifacts that are in blue that like you know ramp as well it's not like like permanent ramp like green does or something but it it is not uh, a true statement to say that blue doesn't ramp uh not the way that white's kind of uh completely uh just marking themselves with ramp blue yes. has ways to ramp. <laughs> But uh, we were talking earlier about how Blue also just likes to kind of sit there and do a bunch of things on its own board while everybody else just kind of watches. And part of that is uh, the fact that Blue has a lot of tapping and untapping uh, abilities. So mm -hmm. uh, tapping other permanents uh, to kind of take away power, preventing a creature from engaging in combat, blocking, activating abilities, etc. And then untapping uh, other permanents so you give them extra extra uses so to block or to activate your abilities and stuff like that yeah and that's just a very easy way to infinite combo it's just i mean white shares the tapping ability now which i guess is nice it's it's something i guess <laughs> it's something i guess <laughs> oh no um but right the blue blue does have the uh tapping uh, tapping and untapping down good for them yeah and uh that as far as I know, uh, a lot of the tapping and untapping effects works really well in like uh, Bant. Bant is it Bant? Bant is white, green, and blue, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, to be yeah, fair, Bant it's... and Simic. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's just the colors with activations, which are mostly creature relegated. So you do have Bant, you do have um, you do have uh, Simic, like the ones. Hey, I'm gonna tap this thing. Um, it works very well. And again, uh. Jeskai, very, very much so. Uh, mm -hmm. It leads into very easy infinites. The power to tap and untap um, is amazing. Blue has the power to untap. Like the the tapping uh -huh. part, the tapping part is one thing, and that's nice. Uh, that's the the part that uh, it shares with white. The power to untap is the fucking busted as balls thing. That's where you get things that like, hey, I'm gonna you know, tap this one guy to untap this other guy to untap this one guy again. And then, you know, every time I untap, I'm going to ping you for a million. Like that's, that's untapping just, is powerful. Yeah. Then you just create lots of, lots of dumb combos, which is why cards like Azami, uh, Lady of Scrolls is, uh, is fucking busted. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, just untap wizards all day, every day yeah. and draw a card while you're at it. Yeah. And you have uh, stuff like Pemmin's Aura that, you know, untap stuff. You have freed from the real. Basically, just untapping. Untapping is busted. And also, one of the ways that blue ramps. Because if you're untapping Ooh. land, hey, check it out. You're using it again. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, the thing that comes to mind is... Uh, 
Yeah, you know that I play Derby, Pablo. Oh yeah. Yes, and I you do. know how people feel about Derby? I, I do know how people feel Derby. People hate Derby. People hate Derby. Derby, Derby uh, is, uh, for my end, started off as a good old simple bird deck, okay? Derby and her army of birds. But then I realized that Derby is a stacks commander. And then I leaned, uh, I started leaning hard into stacks. So I haven't built the deck or uh, upgraded the deck in a hot minute because then people just like, it really well, why, when I yeah, the why do you why do you need to <laughs> why do you need to upgrade such a, a tumorous malignant deck? It just because it could be more optimized, okay, Pablo. I could All get right. rid of birds and add more stacks. But pieces. but can you live with yourself afterwards? Uh, I haven't gone to that, but one of these days I'll I'll build up the 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 inner muscle or whatever to 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 do it. Yeah, because you know I only ever play it with you, but. Derby is the deck that people have pretty much labeled me as a pillow fort player for. Oh no, they didn't say that about you. They said that you were a nasty, disgusting stacks player with a Derby deck. The pillow oh, fort hey. thing is something completely different. You, you oh, are hey. a disgusting oh, stacks God. player with Derby. Oh no, you're, I think you're right. I, I don't know. All these things blend together. All these decks have blue in it. Blue is gross. Gross. So gross. <laughs> but Derby is one of the decks that has labeled me as just a dirty, dirty player in general. Not that I ever play Derby anymore, because it, it does make me feel kind of scared. It's just, scared. Okay, it's just but... the threat that you could pull it out. That's all. That's just nasty. Yeah, and blue is one of those colors, too, where uh, people will see like a certain deck that you pull out, and then immediately they're just, they'll just, regardless, again, of board state or board presence, they'll just be like, he's blue. Kill him first. Or her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it depends on your commander a lot of the time, but yeah, if if it's mono blue, they'll raise eyebrows at you. It's just it's just the the nature of the way it is. It's just yo mono blue, you're probably leaning into the dumb shit that blue can do. Even if it's like the most <laughs> innocuous like blue commander, well, how are you gonna expect to win unless unless you're just there to speed bump people? Um, if you're playing mono blue you're probably going to have some of the good stuff blue cards like Cyclonic Rift and just, you know, yeet everybody's permanence back to their hands or, you know, Mana Drain and just, you know, steal everybody's shit. Uh, it's just, <laughs> or it's not everybody's shit, but everybody's uh, mana. And it's just, you know, the power behind blue is so hard to ignore. No kidding. Uh, whatever blue touches, it's just kind of just a little, little bit of a boof, you know what I mean? No, it's not, it's not a little. Just a little bit. Dude, it is not a little. A little. You get get the fuck out of here. A little. <laughs> just a little bit of a big boof. Okay, that that little bit of a big buff. Yeah, you're right. You're right. There. A little big of a big boof. Uh, we're not even done. We're not even done going through all the the dumb shit the blue can do, right? I mean, like a lot of these things, honestly. Yeah, blue does share with other colors they're just very so prominent in blue that's like oh this is also a blue thing yeah like we we can run by them real fast it's all good like evasion itself uh aka flying or creatures that are just kind of hard to, to pin down yep blue, blue blue has a lot of unblockable dudes it's just i don't know what do you there's i thankfully there's not <laughs> too much to talk about this it's just hey yeah. you know my commander um you can't stop it. Please take 35 commander damage. Yeah, and uh, white has a lot of flying creatures, but I think uh, blue might have more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, black also has a lot of 
uh, full stop unblockable creatures, but blue has more. So. So blue just blue just has a lot of evasion and stealth, but along with that, they also uh, can create uh, illusions and stuff too. So things that, that kind of disappear when you interact with them, right? Yeah. The, to be fair, that's not um, that's not as a big uh, part of blue as it used to be. Like that used to be a really big ah. part around the late '90s, early 2000s that blue would be making illusion tokens. Um, it's still a part of it, yeah, but it's not it's not huge anymore. Like I don't think you, uh, you know, newer player as you are, um, you haven't seen that many illusions uh, just running around in the wild, have you? No, no, I haven't. Uh, uh, usually, what is it? I think it's spirits that I see, not illusions. Those are two different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and spirits yeah. are nice because they actually stick around. Um, illusions are okay, yeah. but you know, they not not as prevalent as they used to be. And um, where? What, what else do we have left to cover? <laughs> Creature types and what? Oh, <laughs> so just the general creeper, cre- creeper, creeper types, creature types that that blue just has. So the tribes and all the other other dumb, dumb tribes. Here, dumb I, I, I'll I'll sum it up so I can you know I can I can help you out a little bit here. Um, blue is the tribe of uh, Vidalkin, uh, Merfolk, wizards. Uh, bottom line, uh, Merfolk has a little bit more tribal synergy than the others. Bottom line. A lot of these motherfuckers have activations that you can totally bust up with blues on tap abilities. <laughs> the end. Big combo pieces. Yep. All work together to make big combo plays. Yep. Uh, very individually weak creatures, but the effects that they have are incredible. Uh, again, like Thassa's Oracle, um, a lot of the Vidalkin that just... Uh, have weird synergies with other artifacts that make win conditions. These are your combo enablers. Uh, Peregrine Drake, um, Deadeye Navigator, uh, these guys flicker so much that uh, mm-hmm. every time they flicker, they do some crazy bullshit thing. Um, if you are a mono blue tribe, chances are you're going to have a, a weird activation that you can totally abuse. Even though your body is small and weak and maybe you don't have a lot of attack power, it's not about that. It's about when they tap that creature to make it mm-hmm. do something. That's when the power of blue shines through as creatures. Yeah, so if you're playing a, a mono blue deck, uh, you know, have fun. A uh, bit of a learning curve, like we said earlier. So it might take you a little bit of time for you to kind of adjust uh, to playing your deck and just kind of figuring out some of the things your deck can do. And sometimes, even if you've played it for a hot minute, sometimes you'll find things, uh, new combos or new new interactions just within your deck that you didn't realize before. Mm-hmm. So there's just a lot of things that you can do uh, just within blue by itself. But of course, you can always uh, mix it with some other colors just for a little bit more variety uh, and just kind of jump in, have fun, you know? Right. Um, if you're in blue, here. Uh, for For... For EDH's uh, standpoint, you're never going to have uh, enough counter spells as when you're losing. You're never going to have ca- enough counter spells for everybody. So try to hone when you're going to be using those counter spells and always remember that people are going to be looking at you when you pull out that blue deck. Mm-hmm. And always remember blue is unconditionally disgusting. Unconditional. <laughs> oh, baby, that is good. That is that's some good stuff. Oh man, I I think that's where we're gonna. Usually, usually we'd like to put like a little bit of like, hey, what did you do this week? But 
I cannot think of anything better than that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. Then, I was doing all this fucking research for the blue, and I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, my notes are long as fuck. All these things that blue can do, what the fuck? Yo, yo, dude. Um, I'm gonna be inserting the outro music right here. Um, but yeah, dude, blue. Fucking disgusting. Unconditionally disgusting. <laughs> oh man, my funny or what, Pablo? You are unconditionally funny. Unconditionally funny. Okay, y'all. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, leave a review. Oh, the intro and outro music is done by Kevin Cloud, uh, licensed in Creative Commons. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>